You're listening to the Full Phoenix Rising podcast. A church as a positive disruption for good. Episode two, Full Phoenix Rising. This one is about creative, artistic, musical spaces. Um, Starts with the notion that most churches have basically a great band space uh, or a great gallery space or a great creative space. Uh, Within Australia, since COVID, we've had 1,300 live music venues closed. Uh, Within Victoria, that's a 24% reduction in live music venues, which means bands don't have the ability to play live music gigs as much as they did before. Not only that, you couple of that with an event that took place, I think in the 90s, uh, the Whitlam's had a song called Blow Up the Pokies. But we've had this explosion of poker machines in Australia um, that is ridiculous. So Australia is the, is the number one nation in the world to lose money on poker machines, and it's not even close. USA is number five. Um, Australia loses... Well, sorry, Australia gambles $156 billion a year on poker machines and 74% of all the gambling losses in Australia are poker machine related. Why do I say all of that? Because we used to have an incredible live music scene. I remember going into the city to places like the Annandale Hotel to see UMI play. These are all old folky bands, I know. But the point being is that there was this really bustling music scene in Australia for the longest time. And, and that has been completely decimated by poker machines because you can make way more money off poker machines than you can off a live music venue. So this is a, this is a, a, a profit-making institution that makes Australia a lot of money at the expense of people. So guess what? Churches aren't profit-making venues. They're not interested in making profit. They're a not-for-profit institution. And not only that, forever we've been really good at putting on performances, which means that most churches have really good musical instruments. They have probably really good uh, uh, AV solutions. Uh, you look at something like Hillsong, like C3. Most mega churches have incredible infrastructure and they basically have a team of volunteers who are built around the notion of putting on live music. So wouldn't it make sense that a church in the six days when we're not necessarily operational in the evenings, give or take, there are youth events and other things, that you open up those spaces to live music, not just live music, uh, comedy, uh, poetry reading, drama, because the truth is arts, opera, fine arts, they don't make money. They never have, which is why they're always heavily subsidized. But for a church, that's great. We're not in the business of making money. But we have these incredible spaces that we could use for so much more. So as a 
positive disruption for the uh, performing arts, creative arts spaces. What if all the churches got together and just said, okay, well, we're now going to become an art gallery, opening up our space and developing it in a way that we could use it as a gallery space that's open to the general populace that creates uh, an environment whereby budding artists could present their work uh, in a space. We're short on galleries. We could do the same for musical spaces. I know that we, 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 I'll pull back the curtain. We at our church turned our meeting space into effectively a really excellent stand-up comedy venue. So we actually reduced the amount of seats in the space. It seats about 90 people. And when we do uh, clean comedy, stand-up comedy in our church, the place is pumping. It's an excellent stand-up comedy venue, which, by the way, doesn't impact the neighbourhood too much. It's not particularly loud. You could do that for recitals, for performances. It just creates a really excellent space if there was any budding musician that wanted to rent a space in the local area that has plenty of street parking. It's the perfect space. So what's stopping us from doing this like Australia-wide? You've got within Australia um, the head honchos of all the performing arts saying we need massive injections of money so that we can um, we can actually revitalize the industry. Okay, so the APRA boss in Australia wants government incentives, tax incentives to help revitalize the live music scene in Australia. But you you've effectively got thirteen thousand venues that are probably sitting empty conservatively three to four days a week in the evening that you could open up as live music venues. Yes, there's challenges with the music that you're going to pick to put in those places, the performances that might go on in those places. And yes, I think that you probably need some kind of theological underpinning for what bands you'll have and what bands you won't have. And that'll create a whole bunch of friction because the artistic industry is filled with a bunch of divas who have strong opinions about stuff. So what? What you're saying is you got nowhere to play. You could play here, and this is what the shape of what that looks like. Suddenly you've got a bunch of different live music venues. We've had piano recitals at our church. We've had band recitals at our church. We've had choirs um, that are community-driven choirs at our church. It's a great venue, um, and there's plenty of people who want to use it. So what if the positive disruption for good was we now become the creative, artistic, musical space for our local community? How hard is it to create a gallery? A gallery is a white room with a polished wood floor that has wall hangers for that. And like you just light the walls rather than the rooms. We all wear turtlenecks and serve canapes. That's, that's an art gallery space. And then the artist gives an explanation of his work, so maybe we need a microphone, which like every church everywhere in Australia has. This doesn't feel like rocket science. It feels like we could completely disrupt the industry. And you could, you could, you could scale that. 
Like if you're a megachurch institution, you think you can't build a gallery space on site? You don't think you could set up a live music venue on the acre of property that you've got in the United States? Like where I was in Phoenix, I could drive to uh, CCV. It's got an incredible space. You can't carve out a little section where you could put in a live music venue. Plus, you're on these gigantic spaces. It's not hard to be loud at a mega church venue. You could do that at Central Christian. You could do that in uh, Sun Valley. You could do that at Rock Point. There's a whole bunch of U.S. church. I'm just, you know, I lived in Phoenix, so that's why my references are all Phoenix-based. Um, where you could do that. You could do that here. Oxford Falls is in a remote location at Oxford Falls where you could put on live music in that venue pretty regularly. Um, you can do the same at Hillsong. Just any large church has the capacity to become this incredible creative space. And if music's not the thing, maybe it's art. Maybe it's a performance space. Maybe what it needs to be is just a, a, a creative space whereby the community can come in and, and see gorgeous artwork. So, so you move it back to like a sanctuary space, a place of solitude where people could go into. That's my thought, is that could the church be a positive disruption for good in creative arts, musical spaces, especially in Australia, where there's a desperate need for these performance art spaces. All right, full Phoenix Rising. We'll be back again soon. See you later.